This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. We bless the Lord for this morning and for an opportunity to hear His Word. I pray that by the Spirit of the Lord you shall be touched. You shall be affected in a special way. You shall not be the same. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would speak to you personally. Even as the word comes forth. That you hear him address you as a person. And move forward in his will for your life. I come against every demonic distraction. Every form of opposition to your receiving the engrafted word of the Lord. Which is able to save your soul. And which is able to give you light and direction in this life. I thank the Lord that by his spirit. Every weapon of the enemy that is fashioned against his plan and purpose for you during this service has failed. We give God a praise and we give him all the adoration in Jesus' name. Amen. I want us to worship the Lord, sing unto him and allow his spirit to affect us and to touch us in a special way. Let's tell him how much we love him. We lift, your name we lift his name above every problem of our life, yeah. every situation and every difficulty. May your because he's greater than any darkness forces in the world. We are assured of victory. We shall overcome and we shall stand when all else falls apart. We shall be standing and doing that which God has purpose for our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Be blessed, Lord. Be blessed. Be blessed by our song. Be blessed by our praise. Let our hearts be prepared for a sowing of your word that we may receive and bear fruit. Every form of hindrance, any difficulty shall not succeed in taking away the word from our hearts. But we receive it this morning in a special place of our soul, in the depth of our hearts. We shall never be the same. Thank you. Oh, blessed be the Lord.
Holy Spirit. We depend and rely on you as our very help, as our teacher and as our guide, our comforter and our strengthener. By you, let the word come to us in a special way. Declare your mighty words. By you, let us receive the word which is able to be a light unto us in this life. Let us receive the wisdom of God to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We bless the Lord this morning and an opportunity to continue in his word. It's my prayer that the Lord by his spirit would stir up in you that strong desire for his word and for you to walk in his word. You know, for since this season started... I have been sharing on the subject of faith and I've touched on different dimensions of it and I don't think by any means I have exhausted it. No, not at all. Because if that is what we live by, as the Bible says, the just shall live by faith, then it must be a very big subject that deserves our good attention. So, don't allow the subject to make you lose interest. Because sometimes the pressure is, you feel the pressure as a minister that you want to talk about something else. But you know, if breathing is essential to life, then we must make sure everybody is able to breathe in the same way the subject of faith is 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 essential to christianity because we have to believe and therefore don't don't allow satan to deceive you of that which you need and that's the tendency of satan he deceives you out of what you need most in the name of variety in the name of uh, but there are other things also but you see when what you need to exist is not adequately pleasant, present in you other things become non-essential hallelujah therefore I'm still on the subject of faith and I'm still on the subject of our confessions Last week, I encouraged you to get the book, name it, claim it, read it, and claim, speak, and claim the many important things that must be present in your life. Amen. Now, today, I have a duty to still share with you on this subject and to draw your attention on an important aspect of your confession. 
So beginning with Mark chapter 11, beginning with Mark chapter 11, I want you to read a portion of scripture. I'm not going to preach on it, but I just want to show you something that is very important to our proceeding. So Mark chapter 11, verse number 23 and 24. Verse number 23 and 24. I want you to really have a portion of it. Let, let's go. Mark, 20, Mark 11, 23. You see, 22, Jesus says something to Peter. He said to Peter, have faith in God. Have faith. So you see, it's not something, it's not a subject, or it's not, it's it's important to hear what follows. And normally, in every conversation, it's one is normally around the same subject. So, Jesus said to Peter, have faith in God, in 22. But 23, he says, For, verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith he shall have whatsoever he saith so we see here and, and, then, and then Jesus goes on and says, And when you stand praying, forgive if you have an ought against any, that your Father which is in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses. Now, I don't know whether you get what is being said here, but there are a few things that I want us to look at carefully. And that is, when you have faith in God, it says, when you speak, whatever you say would come to pass if you shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe in other words, okay, but shall believe that those things which he, he said shall come to pass. He shall have what he says. So, in other words, in other words, Jesus is teaching us something here that confession or saying, speaking out what you want. 
speaking out what is needed has a requirement has a requirement a requirement which has to do with what you believe in the heart with what you believe in the heart in the heart now and say and if you will not doubt what you believe if you will not doubt what you believe in your or what if you will not doubt what you have said in your heart in your heart not if you know that what you, if you will not doubt in your heart what you have spoken but rather believe what you have spoken it shall be unto you so sometimes people say no I, I've, I've been confessing but it's not happening yes you've been confessing but in your heart there's doubt there's not belief in your heart it's actually doubt that is present and hence your confession has no basis for coming to pass now this is very important this is very important because many of us by our nature unknown to us we always want the easy way out the reason why many works of satan are successful in our lives is because we want the easy way out we always naturally want the easy way out but sometimes the easy way out is not the best way out and many of us want a quick fix solution to things so as i'm speaking on confession then it's like yeah the bible says if we confess you shall have what you say but you see you forget that there is a portion that needs a little bit more work than just confessing and that is no doubting. Now, I want us to look at the meaning of the word doubt. Because you see, if you don't know what it means to doubt, you would think something else is doubting. When meanwhile, what you are doing is actually doubting. You say, but I don't doubt. But you discover that you doubt. Now, so let's look at the meaning of the word doubt or the 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 word as the word which was translated doubt you see so i have in my bible the definition the strong's definition which it says to separate thoroughly to separate thoroughly I mean properly to separate properly that is literally or reflectively reflexively to withdraw from to withdraw from or by implication to oppose It also means to hesitate.
which is contain make to differ discern doubt judge be partial stagger waver So, so what it's what the definition, other definitions here is uh, to separate, to make a distinction, to discriminate, to prefer, to also learn by discrimination, to try, decide, to withdraw from one or desert. To separate one's self in a hostile spirit. To oppose. To strive with dispute. To be at variance with one's self. To hesitate or doubt. So you realize that there are a lot of... I mean, the word that was translated doubt has other meanings. Which sometimes brings it... Because we have known most of us even don't know the meaning of the word doubt we just use it oh I doubt to say I'm not sure but you see the meaning of the word doubt talks about to, it actually talks about to oppose to hesitate and so on and so forth now let me say something to you if you say something whatever you say remember satan hears you what you say satan hears you and every time Satan hears you, he will counteract what you are saying by presenting to you other facts or other thoughts that would make you question the very statement you have made. That will make you find yourself hesitating about the very statement you have made. Now, what will make you stand firm on your ground is whether the statement you have made has a backing. Whether the statement you have made has a backing. For example, if a child says, Daddy is going to buy me a new iPad. And the other friend of his says, Are you sure? Because Daddy doesn't really. Why would Daddy buy you an iPad? Are you sure? You see, if the child who is saying Daddy is going to buy me an iPad, 
has not a sure backing or has not an evidence for saying what they are saying what happens is that the questioning are you sure is going to lead to creation of hesitation or doubt in his heart because he just said it but has no evidence for what he has said but if the same child has a word from the father that says I would buy you this because of one two three now when the sibling or any other person starts to question him he you see the child has the confidence of the word of the father and therefore can actually present and stand on his confession that daddy is going to buy it because he said it i know he said it and we will remember exactly what he said so they you see the child lives with that mind that whatever i'm saying i'm not just saying something but i know it for a fact and especially if the father has a proven record of somebody that can be trusted to his word you see that child whatever they confess they have no doubt in their hearts satan would always bring a counter opposition i mean a counter idea to question to make them doubt in their very heart the very thing that they have confessed or to make them hesitate to make them even contend with what they have said in their hearts is it true will it be could it be and all those things but once there's a word upon which they are standing to make that confession they have doubt is not able to come into their hearts thoughts may come but it doesn't end up in their hearts as doubt now that's the same thing with us as christians what do i mean you see as a christian you have clearly what god has said concerning your life now if you give it attention and you study it and you receive it and believe it as truth that's if you if you have faith in god you must have faith in his word so what happens that when his word is in your heart upon his word you will stand to make declaration you will stand to make confessions in the process your when you are challenged by satan's voice through thoughts and other people's voice you have a sure word in your heart to stand on so doubt is not able to be established in your heart because you know actually where god said what you are saying and you know that when god says something he doesn't 
he doesn't lie but whatever he has said it will come to pass because you know that he has the power and everything so in the in the exercise of your confessions i said in the exercise of your confessions it is very important it is very important to speak out that which god has said to speak out that which god has said which even when satan questions you on it you always have a reference point when satan questions you you have a reference point now proceeding further proceeding further there are many things that god has said concerning you as a christian but there's nothing more clear in his word i said there's nothing more clear in his word concerning you without ambiguity i said without ambiguity without needing to infer there's nothing that he has said in his word concerning you that is so clear like your purpose your purpose now what what do i mean in the case of jesus christ he was clear this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased that's it this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased now in the same word of god we see clearly many parts where a declaration is made about us by jesus or through the holy spirit by the apostles and the other writers of the bible an example is ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 up to 10 which says for by grace are ye saved it is not of works it is a gift of god It says, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 10, it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained 
that we should walk in them. So, you see, a scripture like this, when you make confessions in relation to who you are in Christ and your purpose as it relates to unto good works. You see, when Satan questions you by bringing thoughts into your mind about the confessions you are making, immediately you have a lot of confirmation from the word of God to prove it. You have a lot of confirmation from the word of God to prove it that you are created unto good works. You can go to Corinthians and so many other places. So what it is is that, I hope, I hope you are getting what I'm saying. What it is is that, you see, the first point is that your confessions must be linked to what you believe in your heart. Because the condition for your confessions coming to pass is based on the absence of doubt in your heart which comes about by the enemy questioning you on your confessions and throwing counter arguments against what you are confessing. Therefore, if your confession has no tangible scriptural or biblical evidence, you cannot stand firm on your ground and soon or sooner than later, you begin to waver on your confessions. Because your confessions has no basis as it relates to the evidence, evidently spoken word of God. It may be implied, but Satan just has to ask you, are you sure? You see, once, once there's no clear written evidence, you, you immediately begin to even doubt or hesitate on your confession, which immediately nullifies it. Because Jesus said, when you, when you pray, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt into his heart, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that that which he has said would come to pass, he will have it. So we see here that the challenge of or the, the, the success or failure of doubt has to do with the basis of your confessions. It has to do with the basis of your confessions. So if your confessions are just based on your wishes, they are not clearly written out in the word of God for you to stand on it, then it, 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 it will easily be knocked off. When Satan just asks, are you sure? Hallelujah. But when your confessions are based on evidently written word of God concerning your life. When Satan challenges you, you know exactly 
where it is written. That is why when Satan challenged Jesus, Jesus went to where it is written. Say, it is written. It is written. It is written. You shall not do this. It is written. So it's almost like you, you can't create doubt or you can't put thoughts that leads to creation of doubt. I mean, doubt in me. Can I say this? You see, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Doubt comes by hearing and hearing the word of Satan. Hallelujah. So you realize that it is when your confessions are grounded and rooted in the word of God that makes you able to withstand the doubts that the enemy brings your way. So I believe that one of the surest things you see one of the surest things or the surest word of God concerning you are the things written about the purpose of your life here on earth. Many of our material things are not as clear as not as clearly written out as it relates to our lives fulfilling the will of God. As it relates to our lives accomplishing the purpose for which we were made. Hallelujah. So, that is why the wisdom of Jesus' instruction or guidance in Matthew 6, 33 as you can see makes a lot of sense. You see, God is concerned about his kingdom. I said, God is concerned about his kingdom. But that he's concerned about his kingdom does not mean he will neglect you. Now, as you live your life to fulfill his will, the provisions of your life upon which he has not made a clear declaration will still abound in your life. I said, as you live your life to fulfill his will, to fulfill his purpose for your life, you are going to experience also the provisions for your life or the provisions that your life needs. So in, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says that, 33, it says, 32 says that, but these things, Matthew 6, it says, for after all these things, I read 32, You see, even 31 says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? 
or what shall we drink? Or whither shall we, whither, with all, wherewith all shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek. I say, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of this. Thing. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take no thought, or take therefore no thought of the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So we are seeing here clearly something that is very important. You see, and you will see as you go through the scriptures, line after line, precept after upon precept. You see, if Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, you can see clearly that the open, clearly, I mean, clearly written out word of God for your life would have to do with you doing the will of God. I said, would have to do with you doing the will of God. Now, if your heart is full of those words, those declarations about you doing the will of God. I said, if your heart is full of those declarations about you doing the will of God, those will be your confessions. I said, those would be your confessions. And based on those confessions, because you have evidence, you will not doubt in your heart. I said, because you have evidence, you will not doubt in your heart. And in the process, whatever you declare would come to pass, which will make you fulfill God's will and God's purpose for your life. And if you fulfill his will and his purpose for your life, the abundance of all the good things of this life will be your portion. And over and above all, you will find yourself also walking in the power of God. Amen. Amen. For example, when we look at John 15, For example, let's start from verse 1. It says, I'm the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth much fruit. It says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit, of itself except it abided abide in the vine no more can ye except ye abide in me and then it goes on I'm the vine it says herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit so shall ye be my disciples and then he goes on and he says verse 16 ye have not chosen me but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth or you should go 
and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of my father in my name, he may give it to you. So you see, let me let me say something here. This there's an open check which says, and what that whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name, he may give it you. Now, so we see here that Jesus is saying that whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Now, you will discover that there's a, a, I've chosen you that you should and ordain you that you should go and bring forth fruit that your fruit should remain. I've chosen you, but you realize that we normally when you look at this verse, we tend to just limit it to we like the second part I've chosen you let's read it in new NLT I just want to show you something quickly I know today I'm not ringing your bell to make you happy but I'm showing you the road to your prosperity and make your lips your voice your confessions work out your blessing i said make your confessions work out your blessing every you see everything has a strategy by which it is accomplished and i'm showing you the strategy by which through your confessions your life would receive the abundance of all good things. Hallelujah. I pray you understand it. Jesus says in 16, you didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit. To go and produce lasting fruit. So, you see, I've chosen you I've appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. So that, you see, so the production of much fruit, I said the production of much fruit is important for the answer to your prayers so that whatever you ask now what it is is that having been chosen to go forth and bear fruit when you declare we see when your confession is hands or is actually standing on the footing of being fruitful when your confessions are based on removing things out of your way so that you can be fruitful. What it is is that Jesus said you have been chosen to be fruitful. And Jesus cannot lie. So if Jesus cannot lie and Jesus is the truth and speaks the truth, then if he says I've chosen you to go and be fruitful, then when you stand to declare fruitfulness into your life, what is going to happen is that 
fruitfulness is going to be your life because you see satan cannot deceive you and say no no you have not been chosen to go and i mean bear much fruit because this jesus said, i've chosen you and sent you or ordained you to go forth and bear much fruit so as you declare about you make confessions about your fruitfulness it shall come to pass because you will not doubt in your heart that you have been called to be fruitful i've shown you in ephesians where he said you have ordained unto good works which god had before the foundations of the earth ordained that you should walk in so you see all the things that god has said has to do with you doing his will and therefore when you confess them that i have been called to be fruitful i've been chosen to be fruitful so that i will give glory to god i'm a servant of god that is to give glory to god when you make those confessions and therefore every obstacle to my fruitfulness i instruct you in every mountain i command you out of the way you see you will not doubt in your heart because there's there's a word that is supporting the confessions you are making so you are not making a wishful confession but you are making confessions that is according to the word of god and as you bear fruit whatever need arises in your life be it personal need or whatever it is you now have a footing to stand on the on it and say lord according to your word i've been chosen to bear much fruit and i am being fruitful in your vineyard therefore in the name of jesus i ask for a good relationship whatever it is that you want to because you see whatsoever hinges on you being fruitful so if your confessions are based on the things that will make you fruitful it, you become fruitful and when you become fruitful you always have the legal backing because the bible says so that whatsoever so whatever it is when you present it to the lord he would have to answer it hallelujah i said hallelujah you see <laughs> let me put it i don't know how to put it but there are things that have been declared by god concerning you now when you stand on those declarations and make confessions you will be found to fulfill all the conditions that makes you able to ask god whatever you want I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So your confessions, listen carefully. The strategy is your confessions must be based on the declarations that has been made concerning your Christian life. I said your confessions must be made standing on the declarations that have been made concerning your Christian life and its fruitfulness. Now, what follows is that as those things are fulfilled because you don't have doubt in your heart, those things being fulfilled makes you meet the conditions for having all that you want. I said those things meet the conditions for having all that you want. But most of us want to put the horse 
or the cat before the horse. It doesn't work like that. I said it doesn't work like that. And many of us have made tons of confessions that none of them is realized because we have not understood that it is God first and it will always be God first. So let the your asset now. Are you a fruitful Christian? I said, asset now. If you were to end your life now, would you be judged as a fruitful Christian? For most of us, the answer is a resounding no. No in capital letters. No in bolded letters. No in the biggest fonts available. No in italics. No in underlined. No. And no, no, no. Because, you see, we have not understood the ways of God from the scriptures. We have not understood it. And so, we are happy to hear oh, faith confessions and we start making confessions about ourselves. Meanwhile, the confessions you are making about yourself has no footing, has no biblical footing. So when Satan presents you a counter-argument, what happens is that in the quietness of your heart, you begin to doubt even the very confessions. Because you are saying, Daddy says he will buy me an iPad. But you yourself know that Daddy has not said he's going to buy you an iPad. So you say, oh, Daddy is going to buy me an iPad. But Daddy has not said he's going to buy you an iPad. So when your sister or your brother questions you, you know in your heart that it's not the word that has been spoken. It's your wish. So you begin to doubt. It doesn't take long for you to begin to doubt. You cannot be sure. But you see, if it's the word that is spoken and you are confessing it, you are only confessing that which has been spoken so you can be sure of it because you only confess that which has been spoken. And you will have the Holy Spirit also backing you and strengthening you to stand on your confession. Because what you are confessing is what the Holy Spirit has said. So you will hear him whisper to your spirit, yes, I said it. It is true. It shall be done. It is true. It shall be done. So before you realize, you have dispelled any thoughts that leads to doubt in your heart. And what you have said would come to pass. I said, what you have said would come to pass. And in the process, in the process, what, when what has been declared about you is fulfilled, you have met the condition to ask whatsoever you will and it shall be done unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is the way. Now, you know, one of the things that has been declared about us is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Sorry, chapter 5. I'm rounding up.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 5. The Bible says, verse 17. Therefore, in other words, from what has been said earlier, if any man is in Christ, he that man or woman is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. I said, and has given unto us. The New Living Translation says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ, verse 17, has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So, we are Christ ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Now, remember in, in, in Matthew 28, the Lord said, All power is given unto me. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. I don't think we have really made what has been said clearly about us our concern and therefore our confessions. But it is important if we are going to see the blessing of the Lord to use the weapon of confession that has been given to us to speak out salvation of humanity. To make declarations. That souls will be saved. And to give ourselves. I said to give ourselves. 
to salvation of humanity. Salvation of people in our community. Salvation of people near and far and near. Because the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. So this is it. We have not given ourselves to what has clearly been spoken concerning us. And don't say that all these things were only to the disciples. No, no, then then all the blessings also was not to you. I said, then all the things that were said was also not for you. Why don't you stand and make a confession about what God has said concerning you as a Christian, your life, your spiritual life. I said, why don't you make confessions concerning what has been said about you? Hallelujah. Amen. I believe this is important. I said, I believe this is important so that we can really receive all good things. We can really receive all the good things that we desire for this life. God is not against the good things for your life. He knows what is good better than you do. I said, he knows what is good for your life better than you do. But you see, many of us have not yielded ourselves to the wisdom of God. But you see, the Bible says, I think in 1 Corinthians either 121 or so. Is it 121? Christ, the wisdom and the power of God. No, not 21. 24. 1 Corinthians 1.24 It says, But unto them which are called, both Jews and Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Now, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God to us. It's the wisdom of God unto us. And what he guides us into, what he leads us into, when he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, let it be what we stand to seek and all the things we have needed. He said, these things do the Gentiles seek after. But your heavenly father knoweth that you have need. For your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of these things. And everything you need, God knows you need them. I said, and God wants to give you abundance of all things. He wants to supply you in a way that you can even enjoy what is supplied. I said, he wants to supply you in a way that you can even enjoy what is supplied. But what is happening is that our confessions are weak and we have doubts in our hearts and therefore it, it would appear as if our confessions are not manifesting 
it will appear as if the word of God is for only a few people. But you see, it's for all of us. The only thing is, because you are not seeking first the kingdom of God, your confessions also have no footings, have no foundation upon which to knock off the, the spirit of doubt. So doubt easily arrives at you. Because the things you say, you have no reference. And Satan questions you, brings up thoughts, and sooner than later, you realize that you have doubt, and therefore your confessions don't come to pass. What you say does not come to pass. But I here tell you, as you seek first the kingdom, as you make soul winning your business, as you give it a place in your heart, your confessions shall be in relation to soul winning. And you'll be judged by God as being fruitful. And you will see your prayer request being answered. I said you will see your prayer request being answered. Because you are judged as being fruitful. I said because you are judged as being fruitful. I said, because you are judged as being fruitful. And I believe the Lord is calling you to the right place at this hour to give your heart to his will and his purpose as a person of faith. You know, next week, Sunday, we have a special global healing Jesus service with our founder as a denomination. And I believe it's the time for us to be involved in doing God's will as it relates to salvation with our prayers, with our offerings, and with our contributions. You know, you can say many things to God, but God knows how to assess you to pick up where you're exactly your heart is. But for you and for me to know exactly where our heart is, we have to look at our expenditure. Look at your expenditure. When you have 5,000 rands, the way you spend it reflects the inclination of your heart. And I believe next week, we would have a special service with our father and i want as many of us having heard this message today to pray to god to prepare your heart so that even as the word comes forth the spirit of the lord would be able to instruct you and will be able to direct you so that we turn our hearts to where god's heart is that the blessing of the lord would abound on our lives listen to me there are many things money cannot buy and there are many things that money can never provide it only comes from god so it is important that your heart will be after god's heart which is salvation of the world as a which is salvation of the world and restoration of all things to its rightful place so that god's blessing would abound on your life you will have peace you will enjoy the good things of this life 
and heaven would receive you when your time here on earth has arrived with a grand star I believe in simplicity I've presented the word of God to you you know if in seeking to do God's will your health is challenging you the word is there by his stripes you were healed stand on it and begin to declare your healing and say I shall not be limited by my body because this body is healed and as the spirit of him that raised Christ dwells in me he shall quicken my mortal body shall bring life and strength to it and he shall obey and shall do what God has sent me to do my body shall not be a mountain before me it shall not be a hindrance it shall be it shall obey and shall do what I need to do until my work here on earth is done thank you Holy Spirit so I want to encourage you let's turn our hearts let's support the healing Jesus let's give our hearts to what God wants salvation of humanity and let us not harden our hearts when the spirit speaks next week prepare a special offering prepare to be a partner prepare there are some details that we'll put up at the stage that you need to go to the website register if you are not a member a BNMP contributor decide I'm going to contribute a portion of my income Lord I may not have done many things right but this one I want to get it right with you I want to support the work your will salvation Lord help me to support it and God will bless you God will help you hallelujah I believe we have heard the word of God I don't know whether you understood what I said but I hope you did but I understood what I said and it's a strategy I said it's a strategy seeking going the way first God and using the weapon of your confessions to receive all good things thank you Holy Spirit bow your head for a word of prayer just to rest upon his promise just to know that says the Lord is so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise just to know Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. That your power, how I prove, accomplish your word in the hearts of us. That our hearts will be after God's heart. Pray that our confessions shall be what he has confessed he has declared concerning our lives fruitfulness obedience he has said go ye into all the world our lives shall be concerned about the world receiving the gospel we have received the ministry of reconciliation let all Lord's souls be reconciled to God through our lives may our lives be the bridge by which many cross to come to Jesus 
Let the rivers of your spirit flow out of our lives to bring life to many people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Touch our hearts. Touch our hearts. Remove every deception and everything that is wasting the purpose of our lives by deceiving us and redirecting us. Help us to be focused on our purpose. Souls, salvation of mankind. For Jesus said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Waters that brings life to wherever it flows. May our life bring life to wherever it flows because of the Holy Spirit in us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm so glad I learned to trust you. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, maybe somebody got you online, but you personally have not a relationship with Jesus Christ, having not declared him as your Lord and Savior. Today is an opportunity. Jesus told Nicodemus, who was a church man, you must be born again. So do I declare to you today that according to Jesus, everybody must be born again and we are born again by believing that jesus christ is the son of god who was sent to us whose death and resurrection brings to us forgiveness of our sins and deliverance from the kingdom of darkness because he's alive we receive a new spirit that will cause us to see and enter into the kingdom of heaven Every head bowed, you want to pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for a blessed day like today. Thank you for a blessed day like today. And an opportunity that you have given me to hear your word. An opportunity that you've given me to hear your word. Today, Lord. Today, Lord. I come to you. I come to you. Standing before you in this prayer. Standing before you in this prayer. Acknowledging that I am a sinner. Acknowledging that I'm a sinner. By living my own life. By living my own life. And doing my own things. And doing my own things. According to my wisdom. According to my wisdom. But today. But today. I come to submit completely to I you. I come to submit completely to and you. And to declare that you are God. And to declare that you are God. And I submit my life. And I submit my life. To you alone. To you alone. By your instructions. By your instructions. By your wisdom. By your wisdom. I shall live my life. I shall live my life according to your purpose according to your purpose and your will for my life and your will for my life i believe in jesus christ i believe in jesus as christ, your son as your son who came to die for my sins who came to die for my sins i believe with my heart i believe with my heart that he rose from the dead that he rose from the dead and i confess him and i confess him as my lord as my lord from today from today i belong to you jesus i belong to you jesus Come into my heart. Come into my heart. And be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for dying for my sins. And thank you. And thank you. For providing the blood. For providing the blood. That has washed me clean. That has washed me clean. Of my sins. Of my sins. And that has purchased me. And that has purchased me. From the kingdom of darkness. From the kingdom of darkness. Into your kingdom your kingdom thank you father thank you father for loving me for loving me and not allowing my soul to perish and not allowing my soul to perish in hell in hell
I thank you. I thank you for this love. For this love. I will love you. I will love you with all my heart. With all my heart. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious souls. Keep them safe. Keep them safe. Keep them safe. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platforms.